five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA, and we're going to be talking about mail today. And here we go. First, we'll start with some fun, as usual. This is from Specsafe, say the UK. Squish of mud. <laughs> the fizzle of a fizzy drink. The crackle of a vinyl record. The hiss and thump of a bus door. The rhythmic sound of zipper being open. Specsavers celebrates everyday sounds in an ASMR style audiology ad. The ad is phase two of the brand's lost and found campaign that highlights its audiology services. You know, that's ear stuff, hearing, hearing. Why, do we, why don't we just say hearing services? Okay, Victoria Clark, marketing services director at Specsavers said, hearing loss often happens gradually. From our research, customers told us that they get, when they get a hearing aid, they realize how much they've missed everyday sounds like rainfall on a window or zip opening or closing this campaign is about reminding people the beauty of those everyday sounds of course one of the problems is would you be able to hear it if you had hearing loss okay so <coughs> you know sometimes these ads are for the friends of people um you know but sometimes i think Specsavers misses it. You know, we talked about their fishing ad when they went into Canada. <laughs> now somebody supposedly cast their fish, their boat keys into the lake. That's just not going to happen. Anyway, James Thomas, audiology trading director, trading director at Specsavers said, Specsavers is known for an optics care provider. Well, that's because its name is Specsavers. It could have been sense savers, and then you would have, you know, you could have covered ears and nose, eye, ear, nose, and throat. But anyway, caring for hearing as well as sight is the reason we exist. So change the name. Rediscover the sounds they may have been missing. Okay, anyway, I just thought it was an interesting perspective. Uh, my take on hearing aids, which I may need, why I talk so loud on this, is that uh, you hear the you hear those sounds, the ambient sounds, but sometimes much more than you than you used to in uh, you know in unassisted hearing. But you sometimes have trouble with voices, especially in a in a room of many people. So it's one of those puzzles that the ear solves that the hearing aid doesn't. They're trying to get AI to solve it, but it, you know that's. A big challenge. Anyway, spammy ads are invading Google messages. Here's how to get rid of them. Okay, so I, yesterday, I made a big deal about this sudden appearance of an Amazon ad in a text messaging that I did with my sister. And um, I didn't like it. I overreacted probably, sorry. I didn't see any, I, I, I searched and searched and couldn't find any articles announcing that Google was going to slip those into their message system. But I did find a few articles about how to get rid of them. So I'm going to share that with you now, but it does sh shed some light on it. One of the reasons that it, that it gets in there is that Google added RCS 
to Google Messages. And uh, it adds features like WhatsApp has. Now, when I track this down, and I actually turned it off on my phone now from here on forward, it turns out that those advanced features <clears throat> are two main things. One, you can see if someone's seen your message. Okay, so in WhatsApp, it goes from sending one check, one check on, the, on your sent message, to two checks when someone's opened it up or looked at it. And so my wife knows all about this stuff. I never paid a bit of attention to it. But that is also available on your message system. But just because I saw it doesn't mean I saw it, right? Doesn't mean I read it or engaged with it. If I engage with it, I'll send you back something. That's my rule of etiquette in messages. The other feature is that it shows that the, the other person is typing. Now, I've seen it say that, say that, and say that, and not get any message back. So neither of those features mean a lot to me, but it means a lot to me not to have an Amazon ad pop up in the midst of my text message. So basically, you go into settings, and it turns out this was a big deal in India, looks like, because these banks, Kotak, Mahindra Bank, and uh, Baja. Bajaj, Fiserv, Finserv, Buddy Loan, Policy Bazaar were the biggest offenders. Okay, so it turns out that because they were verified vendors, they could slip these things in uh, un, unknown. And so um, Messages is the default SMS app on most smartphones. Okay, so if you want to turn that off, I don't know why all of a sudden, after all this time, I got one. Um, <laughs> David Foley commented, hey, David, I see you're on here. He said, I was wondering why Specsavers is in the audiology business, like going to Home Depot for a driving test. You know, that sounds funny, but we have in, in this particular, in my county, we have to get our vehicles tested, emissions tested. And so we have to go to uh, the some local business. It doesn't matter much what who, you know, gets paid to do this and you have to pull up to them and they and they basically check your check engine light. If it's if it's on, then you don't pass. And if it's not on, you pass. And I've spent many, many years figuring out how to pass my old Lexuses, which drive like a dream and I love and don't want to get rid of except for that ding check engine light, which is usually some sensor that doesn't affect the performance or the emissions. Anyway, so yes, they may, you know, how about sense savers? Would that make any sense? You could actually, <laughs> sense is a, you know, one of those words that, you know, has two spellings, but sounds the same. I don't know what that is. Uh, and, you know, sense savers, C-E-N-T-S, sounds like you save money. And S-C-N-T-S, would be sound, save smell <laughs> and sense senses s e n s e s <laughs> savers sense savers would be a triple entendre <laughs> good lord anyway let's go on okay this was a great article i, I mean it was a surprisingly good article 
retail giants now send reminder letters after sending emails. Imagine that. And it starts off, and this is what attracted me to it, but it's a little hard to read. Let's see if I can. I think I zoomed in one notch. Let's see if I can zoom in a second notch and keep it on the page. Yeah, good. Brits are suffering from email fatigue with online retailers now sending physical letters to remind customers of items sitting in their digital shopping baskets. Now, we've had this, of course, for a decade or so. Uh, Navistone was one of the first people and um, El Toro uh, for retargeting with mail. And uh, it's very effective. I uh, My Love Sack case talks about how they started doing that with visitors of a... Um, with visitors to your website. Anonymous visitors come. They spent a lot of money in TV ads. So they were getting lots of visitors, but most of them just bounced or, you know, left left without doing too much. And so then uh, they could look them up. Usually it, it, it was people on the Netflix and allow other offers <laughs> list. Um, but they were able to send uh, send follow-up postcards, and then if they engaged with that, they would send up a kit to help you lay out your furniture, something like that. I don't know if they're doing any of this anymore. That was quite a few years ago. Anyway, so they're taking to sending snail mail to shoppers to return online and finish their purchase. And some of them even include images of that of those items sitting in the shopping cart, <clears throat> which I do relatively often um real or others in the estate agency and utility sectors also send letters and postcards featuring qrs i don't need the code i know what a qr is can you think of anything else a qr might be it's it's not so much a code as it is a little square with googlies in it (laughs) A googly box. Anyway, a handful of retailers are even including a picture of items that have been abandoned in the in the basket. I like that basket. The, the, the idiosyncrasies of language fascinate me. The revelation, the revela- this revelation follows new data which shows that about 20 to 30 percent of marketing emails are opened. And you know, part of that fact is. I open all my email. I differentiate the email I've glanced through from the email I haven't by marking it as read. And now because I do an occasional email, I use uh, MailerLite, which is fairly inexpensive, to do my WDMA emails, of which I don't do any unless we're actually doing something. Sorry. If you're counting on getting a lot of email from WDMA by registering, you won't. (laughs) You may not get it for months, even if you have joined, right? Which reminds me, thank you again to Direct Mail 2.0 for supporting us. They're our latest new member. Um, Anyway, so, so I found out that when I market red, when I... Even if I don't read it, I just mark it red. I wanted to check that out. The level of engagement rises. The the opened email rises in the statistics. And I send just a few, so it's easy to tell when it goes up. Uh, especially like today, we're having our, our big mailer, big Wisconsin mailer marketing roundtable. So those are always fun. You're not invited. 
unless you're a big Wisconsin mailer. <laughs> in which case, get in touch with me, john at wdma.org. And uh, we're not allowed to bring vendors, so don't pester me if you're a vendor. <laughs> in some sense, I'm a vendor, but I'm allowed since Sam tasked me with putting this together. But anyway, so so even though all I do is mark a whole slew of emails as read, that counts as an open rate. Even though I didn't read the subject, I only glanced at the sender, decided it wasn't meaningfully personal, and killed it. And oh, by the way, I used to open quick question for you emails by that subject line. I don't anymore. No matter how tempted I am to find out what the quick question is, I've learned that that is the latest uh, subject du jour for spammers to get me to look into their email. The other thing they do is put RE colon on it, like like as if I was, it was replying to me. Fake. You know, and usually those I unsubscribe. You know, I'll tolerate a lot of spam. I get hundreds of emails a day, but I'm not tolerating lying spam. Okay? So anyway, that 20 to 30% of emails are opened is a lie. I'm sure it is. Okay? Because I've seen how the statistics that are collected are fake. Okay? Compared to 90% that comes through the letterbox. How do you not open a postcard? How are postcards not 100% opened? Right? Anytime you get a postcard, you know what it says. You can't avoid it. And you're going to look at it because we get postcards from the Wisconsin DNR saying you have to get your septic tank pumped. And if you don't, you get in trouble. That kind of stuff. Or, you're, or we get a postcard that says your license plate needs to be renewed. And here's the QR to get it done. Okay? Real important. I've gotten more tickets for not renewing my license plate on time. In fact, I got my license suspended once because it was a company car and my company decided they didn't need to do it. <laughs> but it was a postcard. So you have to look at postcards because the government sends you postcards on things you need to do and need to deal with. Okay? So it's got 100%. Postcards guaranteed have 100% more engagement than I give an email, right? Absolutely right. You can't avoid it. Mail gets delivered. It goes to a decision maker. The decision maker makes a decision whether to keep it, set it aside, read it, take action, or throw it in the, in the trash. All of those are more of a decision and more of a real action and a physical, tactile content than email. You can't get those on email. So uh, so Sam Heaton is extremely charitable on this in this article, saying that twenty to thirty percent of marketing emails are open compared to ninety percent. No, it's more like point it's more like three percent or two percent or one percent of emails, and mostly they are people I know. If it isn't somebody I know, it's pretty much done. So basically none of the marketing emails get in, get opened compared to 100% of the postcards that get in get opened or get looked at get engaged with okay 
And the percentage of people who click on a link in those emails has dropped to around 2 or 3%. That also sounds very high, but what's as good as a link, right? With a 50% bounce rate, okay? So I did look up standinup.com, and it looks a lot like uh, Direct Mail 2.0. In fact, I don't know what it is exactly, but there's some kind of direct mail services. They do have a USA office, but... I would recommend several other companies that support the WDMA. So, Sam, if you want to get on board, you'd be my first member out over in the UK, which would be great. Um, Essentially, we've reached spam overload, so firms are reacting to more traditional or reverting to more traditional methods. He told Jam Prime. I'm not sure if that's a, a name or if that's the... It's not the name of this publication, but maybe they just lifted it. Okay. Our devices are constantly pinging with notifications from email, SMS, WhatsApp, Messenger, and social media channels. Okay, and so I can tell you that I turn them all off. I learned how to do that on my phone. The only ma- the only notifications I get are from mess are from messages, um, which I limit to my family, uh, and and I've gotten pretty brutal about it, and that works fine. So if you need me. That works. If you're a business, I get mad. If you're just dropping it on there because you have my phone number, uh, contact me in in LinkedIn. I I'm I live on LinkedIn, so that's fine. Very easy, very accessible. An increasing number of people are actively trying to switch off from digital communications. Yeah, ad blockers, spam filters. I do all that stuff. Around 45% of emails are now considered spam. Mine's way higher than that. I basically just sift through for personal. It's like going through the mail and looking for the thank you notes from the uh, wedding shower you attended. I don't attend those, but my wife just got one the other day. Uh, So QRs serve a multiple purpose. There's a a couple of key things down in here. Um, It's almost too much effort to be constantly deleting emails, let alone reading, then taking action. Right. So I don't. I don't delete emails. I have, I have, I, I think it's IMS uh, uh, that I regularly look at, and then occasionally I, I open my Thunderbird and get my POP server, so they all come back down to my computer right here. So I have a, a hard copy, essentially, of all my email, <clears throat> but I only do that every couple of weeks. <coughs> so I make sure I get them all. The psychology behind sending letters is that when an online user deals with digital-only brand, loyalty to that company is transient compared to the tangible and tactile physical mail. We've already talked about that. <clears throat> 57%, according to Royal Mail's study, the private life of mail makes it makes them feel more valued. 39% have a dedicated place in their home. <clears throat> digital mail has experienced a decline, and he's got lots of stats on that. Uh, and uh, But he ended up with... QRs have a scan rate of over 15%, which is better than that 2 or 3%. We find that a call to action on the QR is, an imp, uh, as, an, is as impactful as the subject line on an email. Okay? One thing you ought to do, though, make sure you have also have a, uh, a URL, hopefully a short one, that can be typed because if you're, if you're on a computer and you don't have your phone handy... Or if you're requiring me to fill out a form and you're not filling it in for me with a Perl QR, then 
I'm going to be mad at you because I don't like to fill out forms on a teeny weeny phone screen. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.